0: one of my key motto that i took away from my mom is whatever that you do you do it with all your heart Mm. and you will succeed you know um it doesn't matter how small it is but you do it with your heart and and if mcdonald's was paying me three dollars an hour i want to make sure that i don't deliver them a three dollars per hour value Mm. but i i deliver way more such that you know i will be there their, their best asset and uh, if they ever need to promote, let's say if I will ever have to have a career in yeah. McDonald's, then I'll be the first person that they would think of promoting And, wow. and that to me, it's really about exceeding expectations.
1: You've probably heard that your story is your brand. So how can ordinary entrepreneurs and salespeople like you and me tell our stories in a way that cuts through all the noises in this overcrowded social media world and reach the audience that we want? Join me as I break down storytelling secrets that have helped me achieve over eight figures in revenue, as well as interviewing some of Asia's most prominent names and rising stars to uncover their stories. I hope this show will inspire you to be more vulnerable and share your story to the world because your mess is your message. My name is Gabriel Wong, and welcome to The Story Impact Show. On this episode of The Story Impact Show, I've invited a very special guest. Her name is Jermaine Chow. She is a property investor and a co-founder of the iQuadrant, which is one of the largest property investor community in Singapore right now. She and her co-founder has also owned more than 36 properties in Singapore, some bought with little to no money down. So we're going to uncover her background story of how she has developed a winning mentality and always being the best at whatever she does. We're also going to uncover one of her story of how she overcome the challenges of losing her entire business and becoming a leading authority and trainer in Singapore in less than two years. Get ready to take down some notes and enjoy the show. Thank you so much, Jermaine, for being on the show. Appreciate Thank-, it.
0: Thank you, Gabriel, for having me.
1: Yeah. Yes. So, uh, you know, people have been seeing you all over social media, your ads all over the place, and people know that, you know, you are... Uh, running a property education company in Singapore right now mm-hmm. uh, called the I-Quadrant. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we today I think the purpose of the show is to find out more about who you really are yeah. and understand you and for the audience to know you on a deeper level. So maybe Jermaine, you could tell us more about how how do you get started? Like before this entire thing happened, how do you get started? What was, what was your childhood like?
0: Oh, my childhood. Okay, so um, I grew up in a single parent family home and uh, growing up, right, Um, I saw my dad, um, he was doing very well, he owns a business and uh, we lived in this like really nice bungalow, landed and uh, it was very, very good. And then our our parents got separated, divorced and uh, my mother shifted out and uh, I grew up as a child, um, separated from my father and my brother, so I grew up with my mom and uh, growing up with my mom right i see how she actually worked really hard so she was a car salesman and um, she always brought all the joy into our family and she provided me with everything that i could possibly imagine and i didn't so that i didn't have to feel the lack or short change but that actually spurred something in me since young i always told myself that when i grow up i want to support my mother I want to make sure that you know I can provide for her. And I think that was why I had such an enormous drive to really want to make it in life. And I remember my first job um, at 14 years old. So you know, you hit the legal age where yeah. you can actually join the workforce. So I was super excited and I told my mom, Mommy, I want to go and work and then I went to two places. One was KFC, the other was McDonald's. So KFC offered uh, $2.90 per hour, whereas McDonald's offered $3. So it's like the three mark per hour. So I was like, you know what, definitely I'm going to work with McDonald's because it pays $0.10 more, right? So uh, I asked my mom for permission and I said, Mommy, I want to go and work during the June holidays. Can I do that? And my mother was like, no, like obviously not your child. You can't be working. And then I said, no, it's so that I can gain experience. And during my June holidays, I promise I will study as well. Mm. So my mom said, "Okay, I'll let you go so i went and i worked for um, my school holidays and uh, i worked so hard so long and uh, even i think after starting school i did work like you know during the weekends Mm. and uh, i worked for a couple of months and i saved up my first 500 over dollars and i bought her a ring for her birthday and uh, that was amazing uh, because my mother was like you use all your savings in your work to buy something for me uh, and i told her like you know when i grew up i will support you so well. mm. uh, yeah so she's my rock my mom um, she's my source of motivation mm. and uh, i think um, i learned a lot um, serving at mcdonald's mm. so i would always say hi good morning welcome so my queue right typically will be the longest because mm. i think i'm more smiley mm. compared to other people who are very jaded working there mm. they're very unhappy about going to work but i love the work that I did and I learned so many things I learned upsell Mm. so McDonald's has this system whereby no matter what uh, a customer comes there will be upselling involved and then they will plan mystery shoppers um, in their in their organization so that you know they can test whenever somebody's not working very well and uh, I learned all these things and I picked it up along those years and, and Customer service has always been ingrained in me and and that's why maybe I demand a lot as well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I being a customer, right? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's right. So it was amazing for me and that was my first job. uh, Yeah.
1: McDonald's. How was your relationship like with your mother growing up?
0: Oh, amazing. Uh, My mom and I are very close. We are like sisters or like, you know, uh, shopping buddies and i would tell her everything. She would share with me everything. But of course, because my mom had to work, because she's a single parent. So a lot of times I would be left um, alone at home or with a helper because uh, she had to go out to bring the money back home. Um, So that grew my independence. But uh, with my mom, she really... My memories of her is she would give me everything that she's got. Like um, she would send me for tuition and uh, in between her work, she would drive and come pick me up, send me to that location she does everything so well. She's such a meticulous person and uh, I have so much respect for her. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have so much love growing up that I didn't feel like such a huge lack of.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I noticed before I move on to the next question is, mm. um, you mentioned about how you were serving at McDonald's and you were yeah. serving with your, with your best yeah. performance, you know, <laughs> your best attitude. Mm. And you know, one of the things that I realized for people who are successful is that I see this common thread in them, right, mm. it, co- common traits in them, right, since they are young, mm. right? Like, um, I remember when I was, the only job I worked was um, when I was 14, I was giving out flyers.
2: Oh. And it was
1: the same exact thing, like, I remember I was giving out flyers under the hot sun, Yes, but I would give it with, like, a smile.
2: Yeah. Right? Because
1: it's not about the things you do, but rather it's how you do it. That's
2: right. Right? That's
1: right. So I was, I was always giving you a smile to a point, I remember there was once I was just giving you a smile and all that, and then people walking past and then they would say, why is this guy so happy giving out flyers?
0: Exactly. exactly. I, I was 14
1: years old. Well, yeah. Right? So uh, the question to follow up on that is, what gave you this this, this attitude or what gave, what drive you to, to perform your best even though you're working at $3 per Drop.
0: Well, three dollars was huge to me at that point in <laughs> yeah, time. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a 14-year-old girl and I'm like, wow, I can earn three dollars yeah. uh, an hour. I was so excited and so motivated. I think uh, I was motivated because I was planning a surprise for my mom
2: mm. uh, to,
0: to buy her something. Mm. And um, so that I, I was just imagining how she would look like when she received that ring. Until mm. today, she kept the ring, you know. So mm. recently she wore it. She said, my fingers grew a lot fatter. Mm. And she's just joking with me. Um, But I think um, one of my key motto that I took away from my mom is whatever that you do, you do it with all your heart Mm. and you will succeed. You Mm. know, um, it doesn't matter how small it is, but you do it with your heart. And and if McDonald's was paying me three dollars an hour, I want to make sure that I don't deliver them a three dollars per hour value. Mm. But I, I deliver way more such that, you know, I will be there. Their, their best asset and mm. uh, if they ever need to promote say if I will ever have to have a career in yes. McDonald's, then I'll be the first person that they would think of promoting and, wow. and that to me it's really about exceeding expectations and, yep. and similarly right like in life, uh, whatever we do if we are the ones that really put that thought process through to really uh, give your best efforts, then you are the first one that people will have the Thought of you let's say they want to start a business or they want to find a partner or yeah. whatever that they they can think of the first person that they will count on is hey i think she's really good i, I want to go and work with her yeah no. yeah, th- yeah that's my thing
1: yeah and i i can't stress how important that is because mm. so many people they go uh when and they do something and they always say even even if it's small things given to them right yeah. they will do it with and they will say that you know if i'm giving a if i'm given a bigger opportunity if i'm given ah, a yeah. uh you know a more important role, yeah. then I would, you yeah. know, spend more effort and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll have better attitude. But actually, it's, it's, a, it's a small thing.
0: It is right. It's always a small thing. Hundred percent. Yeah. So,
1: um, so what happened after? Like, um, what was your next exposure? Like, because you you were working a job. McDonald was your first job, right? Yes, first. And then after that, what happened? What what okay, was? Okay. The... So
0: I got addicted to working. Yeah. I realized I really like working. Uh, because. You know you get to interact with so many people and so obviously I stopped working because I had school Mm -hmm. and uh, subsequently uh, it became like a thing during holidays I get a job so I'm very excited So when I was 15, one year later on um, my mother is a car salesman so Mm. she, she would have to do the motor show So you know you see those girls uh, during those motor show yeah that's not me because my mom would never allow such a thing to happen she was like you know no you are fully covered up so she got me a job (laughs) i remember to work at mazda on the second level uh so there's a lot of cars and then on the second level right uh to serve customers coffee and tea so that's something i could possibly definitely do very well because I've been serving at McDonald's as well. So mm. uh, my mom said, you know what, uh, my company is hiring. How about you go and apply for it? So instead mm. still had to go through the application process. I went down and uh, I over delivered as usual because, mm. you know, me being chirpy and uh, being overly positive, so happy that I got a job, right? Yeah. I did um, everything mm. that was asked of me. And in fact, during that motor show, there was this guy um that provided a lot of models to other brands you know and he started to take notice of me so he said hey you know that girl on that level two mm. um so i was wearing a long jacket long pants everything covered up and mm. i totally looked like plain jane because I, I i don't even know how to do makeup my mom mm. won't allow me as well um he noticed me and then right at the end of the show um, he passed me his name card and he said if you're ever Um, wanting to do events or modeling, look for me. And I was like, wow, Mm. I can be a model like those girls. Okay, I don't want to be like so too skimpy, but like I would love such opportunities. And that's how it rolled. So uh, I got my next job. And uh, so one day he called me and then he said, hey, there's a job during school holidays again. Uh, I think that was when I was 15 plus as well Mm. um, um, in Neutrogena selling Neutrogena face creams, whitening creams in Watsons. Mm -hmm. And he says, there's going to be commissions, you know, on top of your basic salary, which was like $15 an hour. So I was like, wow, now it's not $3. eh? And now it's $15. On top of that, every time you sell a a jar, you get $2. So I was super motivated to sell like, you know, the jars. And and, and so we would do this experiment. Um, I would actually put, the cream on a lady's hand and then I asked them, hey, you go walk one round, okay? You go walk one round in the store and then you come back. I'll show you the effects later on. Mm. So then they came back and then I wash it off and mm. then there would be a real huge before and after difference on both of their mm. hands. One would be like super mm. white. The other one would not be, mm. um, and then they will all buy. Mm. Most of them, I would say that out of 10 demonstrations, like eight would buy. Mm. So that caused my sales to really go up. Mm. and then this guy was like wow you're not just a uh, event person or a promoter you can sell so I started doing camera road shows uh, it led on to many other things like I did um, I even sold uh, petrol at a petrol kiosk before mm. so they hired models at a point in time um, I was the only girl that had the highest basic salary because yeah. I demanded for it so then I realized wow you can negotiate with people for a basic salary so everybody else was getting $15 an hour. I negotiated for $22.50 per hour. Because mm. <laughs> we we wanted, she, she wanted $25, I wanted $20. We, we went in the middle, $22.50. Mm. But here's the thing, every $50 of petrol that I sold, I could get $2 again. Mm. So I was on a roll. Yeah. So at that time, it was like V-Power yeah. for Shell. So I'm wearing like normal clothing, yeah. sneakers, normal pants, yeah. normal shirt, right? But here's what I would tell them. I would say that, hey, you know, if you pump a little bit of V-Power into your engine, because people have misconceptions about um, pumping petrol, that if you mix, it would be bad. But I say, if you actually pump it right, it will clean up your car, which was very true. It was the information that was given to us by Shell. So I used it to my advantage and uh, shared with them the benefits. And after that, I also shared with them a bonus that, hey, if you get this thing, you get to buy the limited edition car, the Shell car, right? at like five dollars 95 cents or something so then i started to learn even more about business that like you know besides the usual selling um, i could actually learn about um, how do you give special bonuses and then i realized there are such thing called repeat customers and such thing called referrals because my station was the only one that cars came by right and then they told me that uh, oh, my friend just bumped the petrol. Say that this really nice girl helping out to fill out the forms and everything. So it's you, are uh. And I was like, oh yeah, that's me. Such a nice thing to say. Yeah. And so all the other girls across the whole of Singapore, they helped this promotion in Shell. Uh, they probably sold like five, like five fifty dollars maximum. The whole of Singapore. Nobody wanted to take up V Power, but only at my station. And it was re- wasn't was really like a hot station or anything. It was just somewhere in Pasiris, right? Um, and I sold $130, $50 Shell vouchers. Obviously, I made so much money. But more than that, uh, Shell invited me to give a training to all the other girls, right? To actually <laughs> teach them how to sell. And that gave me like my first stepping stone in my career. It started where I started to become a model and events go but I was known in the industry not for being pretty or not for 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 being the like hottest girl, there's no such thing, but really um, helping them to sell as well. So yeah. I, I, I established that in my career and that's why I could demand like now $40, $75 per hour. And, and at one time during my modeling career, I was getting $100 per hour hmm. for every show that I did. And I was proud of it. I wasn't yeah. like embarrassed. What was the market rate like? Market rate, so that, it was probably like $25, $30. Yeah. I so you're, like, getting,
1: you're getting paid three, four times higher. Way
0: higher. Mm. And I realized that there's this thing called value. Yeah. And then I started being a modeling agent because I realized that, hey, you know what? Besides me, yeah. I can actually help the clients manage because mm. I now have all the girls contact. Plus I have all the clients contact. Now I can be the agent. So. Yeah. The few times I became the agent because I I, I realized that my time is limited. Mm. In one month, I can only do so many jobs because I I stay at school. I I did all this part time. And so I realized that I needed to do something more. I needed to not just use myself. I need to have other girls working for me as well. So I would uh, cut take an arbitrage. Like, you know, so the client offers this amount. I offer the girls a little lesser, I take the in between. Mm. So I was working and probably I was the only person in the show, I could be working with three girls. Probably I was earning like two, $300 an hour because I had people working for me while they probably earned like $50 an hour or yeah. lesser. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was a great breakthrough for me and like, oh. It's my yeah. first mini business. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I had to do girls' comm mm. cards. It was sand I have to do, last time we used paint. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was really funny. Uh, and, yeah. and, and thank you for reminding me because I, I totally forgot that part of my life. Yeah. That like, you know, I, I, that was how I started. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess what's interesting is that, um, and what I got from the conversation is that you were willing, once again, you're willing to give 100% no matter what. Yeah. And because of that, you were paid three, four times higher yeah. than people in the industry. Yeah right? Um, I remember that, you know, after I remember your story about you mm. um, going in uh, to SIA, right? Yes. You were, you were, as stewardess, you were having yep. crew. So tell me more about that story. What, what happened? So what led you uh, to join the industry? Yes.
0: Okay. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I became a model and I really, really liked doing it. And uh, I had to meet so many people from all walks of life. I love that. Um, and when that happened, right, my because I was actually studying halfway and I was studying musical theatre. So I studied how to be a singer, actor, dancer, okay. right? Um, and then, right, I asked my seniors. So I wanted to know what was the end outcome. So I asked, I, w- I was in first year and I asked my third year senior after she graduated. I said, hey, uh, can I know where are you working at right now? Then she said, oh, Universal Studios. I was like, wow, that's really cool, man. So what are you working at in Universal Studios? And Mind you, uh, my senior is like ang mo, she's like Australian and she's like really hot and their vocal cords are like way above the roof, yeah. like very different from our Asian vocal cords. La, okay, yeah. so her standard is like here, I'm like here, she's like a damn good dancer, I'm like here. So she says this, I'm working at Universal Studios, you know, as Betty Book. And I was like, okay, uh, like, are you dancing, are you singing, what are you doing? And she's like, you know, I have to wear this thing over my, my head. And then you know I have to wear like so she was a mascot.
2: Yeah.
0: So I was like, "Oh. Yeah. How much do you earn, man? I mean, I, yeah. I don't don't mind me asking all this like yeah. I, I asked because I really want to know after 3 years, by the way, my cost fee is $63,000, yeah. 21k a year.
2: Yeah. Cuz
0: like after 3 years of spending this amount, I want to know how yeah. long would I take to get back my money because I got to pay back my mother, right? Yeah. And and you know I want to make sure that it's good ROI. Mm-hmm. So so then my senior said this, I'm earning $1,300 and I was like, $1,300, you know, our, our cost fee is $63,000 and three years, how many years would that take me to get back my mother's money and my money, you mm. know, and, and, and not to mention our time wasted. Yeah. So I was like, no, man, I'm not going to do this. As much as I love singing, acting and dancing, I yeah. can do it as a passion, yeah. but maybe not as a job because that girl looks fantastic. Yeah, Her body, her look, she can be casted for anything. Yeah. But my face, Asian, and, and you know, in theatre, they need to cast you for a certain face. So the only lead role, Asian lead role in musical theatre is this show called, um, by Leah Salonga, called Miss Saigon. I don't look like Miss Saigon. <laughs> I am the tall one. I'm not like, you know, and... and I totally don't fit the role. La. So I was like, you know what? I cannot play any lead roles. And I saw many people flying. And then I asked them, hey, what's your career? And they're like, you know, maybe 5K a month. I was yeah. like, ah, 5K a month versus 1.3K.
2: Yeah.
0: I need to pay back my mother. Uh, I need to make sure I support my mother. Okay, I'm quitting. Hmm. So I told my mom, mommy, I know that like this seems like I'm giving up. Mm. You know, and and, and I know you already spent $10,500 because she paid half of my school fee. She had very great foresight. She didn't want to pay one year because she say, you know what? If you can pay in half, I'll pay in half. (laughs) Even though it's a little bit more because anytime I may need to pull the plug, (laughs) you know? So she had very great foresight. But my mom, she's such an amazing person. She said, if you know what you're doing, I support you. And that to me, I was like, wow. You know, most parents would say like, wow, you give up again. Like, mm. you know, like like JC. I didn't finish JC. I finished JC, but uh, after JC, I was supposed to go to university. I didn't go to university. I said, I want to do musical theater. She said, I support you. Mm. After musical theater for six months, she said, I say, you know, I think not suitable. She said, okay, do what you like. So I went to fly in mm. an SIA. And I think as a parent, she really gave me so much Um, autonomy to make my decisions and 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 she makes me feel that i'm the one responsible for it so i don't i can't blame my mother right because all this time she let me make my decisions Mm. i can't blame anyone but myself so i went to fly and as i flew i made about seven thousand dollars every month
2: Mm.
0: more than the other students because i uh sold away my off days yeah uh, so when a you sell they'll pay you extra yeah. on top of that i get to have an extra set of allowance and on top of that uh, i would take pre-orders mm. so uh, i would say okay i'm going to uh, wherever there's a factory outlet right <laughs> what what order would you like just bag, what bag? what bag? Yeah. so I would go there and then, you know, we, at that point in time, we didn't have like Wi-Fi and all that. So yeah. I had to like, wow, I really borrow people's Wi-Fi, take photo of the bag, say, hey, would you like to buy it? Yeah. And I asked them to transfer because I got no money to pay. <laughs> so, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Yeah. that was fun. So yeah. I, I, I did that for my whole career in, in, in SIA. Um, uh, so s- you're just
1: maximizing whatever you can.
0: Yeah, man, because. You know, I, I knew that it, I, I was not going to stay there for long. I, I knew that I wanted to save enough so that I can move on in life to start my own business. That was my dream uh, because I already started a mini business in um, in, in the event side, the modeling. Mm. I also started a part time online shop taking orders. So I knew that um, I can earn more from business. Mm. It's not fixed. Mm. and. Um, I can really earn more, but I didn't know how.
2: Mm.
0: So I just, all I knew was don't go out, don't go sightseeing, mm. uh, stay in the room, read a book, uh, make sure that I start up a business, start a website. Mm. And, and I had this thing about me that was quite weird. Um, I didn't want to explore a country without my loved ones. Mm. You know, like visiting mm-hmm. London and then seeing all the nice sites, like not with my loved ones, but with like, a complete stranger that I just met on board. Yeah. I wasn't interested for that. I didn't want that. So I, what I did was I, I decided to not go. And I said this, I will come back when I have money with my loved ones. Yeah. And and this happened this year. Yeah. So uh, this year I went with Sean yeah. and uh, the whole I Quadrant husband? team. Yeah, yeah, my husband Sean and uh, the whole I Quadrant team. We flew to London. It was the first time I sightsee. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm a snoozer, eh, you yeah. know, it's how, 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 how ridiculous, and I would eat, um, cup noodles, because yeah. I love a piping hot tom yum soup, yeah. in a, in a yeah. cold country where yeah. I'm alone, yeah. yeah, so, 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 so that happened. So, what I, what I
1: saw is that, um, I like what you did in terms of setting a vision, yeah,
0: right,
1: right. you yeah. told yourself that, okay, you were there, and you told yourself that, I'm going to come back one day, yeah, you know, when I'm richer, yes. I'm make more money, yes, um, you know that's something that i saw in myself as well because mm-hmm. i remember that was me when i was younger like i would have a bunch of things that i would want to, places i want to go i'll put it on I i'll i'll actually find pictures of this these yes, places that I want to yes, I I go, yes. I want to put it on a board, we call it a vision, vision board. board yes. And I see every day and I tell myself, you know what, one day I'm going to make so much money, yeah. you know, I'm going to fly <laughs> to these places, and it's not just flying to these places on like economy class, but like on business class, wow. on first class. So how important do you think it is for, you know, people who want to be successful to have a vision, and how do they start having a vision?
0: Well, I think uh, the most important thing is the why. Like, who are you doing this for? Why are you doing this for? Like for me, my mom was my single source of motivation. Even mm. when I was in SQ, um, I gave her $500 a month. And uh, on top of that, I made sure that I saved money every single month. And you know, sometimes your friends go out, they buy bags and I'm a girl that love my bags and my shoes, but I didn't buy then, you know, because mm. I knew that I was not at a level where I could afford all these things actually I I, I couldn't because mm. my career is not stable and things like that so I had this very very huge why which was at a point of time my mom because I saw how hard she worked and mm. um, for her right being a single parent she earns okay honestly like in her car sales trade and as well but You know, money things would always come up like I see my mom like calculating at the supermarket or like you know um, and if it's for herself right even if it's like two dollars seventy five cents she's like ah I don't want and she'll put it back that hurt me you know like wow my mom for me fifty dollars hundred dollars she'll say go ahead yeah you need it some days you need an off you know Mm. some days you need to reward yourself then you can go for further but for my mom, $2.75, she would, like, hold back. And that, to me, it's like, wow, I cannot, man. I, I need to make sure, like, I I make it in life. Sorry. <laughs> so, when I talk about my mom, I get very emotional because she's such an amazing lady. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I guess, like, she was my huge source of motivation and, and, and I really want to make sure that I make it so that I can support her and she don't have to worry anymore. But I realized today, that's my mom's trade. (laughs) Mm. Even if I I pay for everything in the house, right? But she will still not want to spend on herself. If it's my money, especially, she'll be like, I don't need it. Mm. Don't buy for me. So I I know already, I just buy for her first. Mm. So I bought her a very nice bag. She won't even carry it like every day she'll carry her old bag right only when it's like occasion she'll take out that bag and she's like don't scratch you know she she's just because of the the things that she had to go through in life mm. like supporting two kids uh worrying about all the finances right Yeah. yeah okay.
1: thank you yeah. Here you go. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I think we need to like, have this in the next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. New SOP. Thank you. Especially for ladies, yeah. a bit more emotional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do I smudge my makeup? No. No. no okay. No <laughs> worry. You look fine. You look good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was saying that it was really my mom, like my uh, my motivation that I really want to do this, and so that's why, right? Uh, putting aside $3,000, $2,000 every month from my hard-earned money from my flights to save up was a no-brainer. I was like, you know, I'll just put it inside this. And, and once you set a ritual, like every time money comes in, I put a portion away. Mm. It's such a habitual thing that I don't go against it. Mm. So I saved, I, I think, uh, about thirty, forty thousand um, 40000 after I left SQ. Mm. But I, it was all gone like that. Mm because I, I met into a person and, and he says like he's an SIA pilot who really knows how to invest and it was a referral from a friend. <laughs> and then I said, yeah. oh, really? Then there's like, what, 16% uh, uh, a year or something like that. It sounded very attractive than the insurance plans. Yeah. So I was like, so A, yeah. I bought a lot of insurance plans that were rubbish. In mm. the end, I had to cancel, cancel. I probably lost most of my money there. And mm. B, I invested into this guy's scheme right Mm. and then i lost it all so Mm. my hard-earned savings for two Mm. and a half years i didn't have a single cent Mm. but that was one of the greatest lesson that i learned Mm. that please we need to have control we Mm. need to have control of the vehicles that we're investing in and that's Mm. why i chose property investing because it's Mm. my name Mm. i get to decide this on my own and Mm. i'm not investing in somebody's schemes that i don't even know how are they doing the trading or or, or, or whichever so the guy ran away with all our money. <laughs> and yeah. and the police can't do anything about yeah. it. So I want to report yeah. police, right? Like, yeah. you know, it cheated my heart money. You know how much I had instant noodles I had to eat yeah. in order yeah. to save that amount. The police don't care. Yeah. Not say they don't care. I don't think that there's anything that they can yeah. do. La. So we, we only have ourselves to blame. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. and really, it's our own responsibility. Yeah. Mm.
1: Before we, we, we carry on with the topic, yeah. uh, I like what you ma- we just mentioned about taking responsibility over your own money, yeah. having control. Uh, I wanted to backtrack a little bit on the part where we were talking about vision Mm. and the the part where you mentioned that your mother was your biggest source of motivation and that was one of the reasons why you you, you work so hard, right? You save money and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Would you have any advice for, you know, people watching, Mm. you know, what if they don't know what's their why, they don't know what's their motivation? Do you have any advice for them?
0: Even if you don't know what is your why, keep on doing everything. I mean, I, I, I don't even know what was my end game, I didn't know that I really wanted to be a business owner. I didn't mm. know that. Yep. But I kept on doing so many things and then I eliminate what I don't want to do. Like, mm. for example, did I give up on my on my um, career in musical theater? Definitely, but that was not what I want to do. I have to test it out. Mm. Then I know oh, it's not suitable for me mm. and that's okay. And, mm. and that's not giving up. I know society considers, wow, you didn't finish school. Just yep. giving up, yep. but to me right, that is really not giving up, that was making a conscious decision and I battled with that for many years yeah. because like peers around me, are like, yeah, you, are, you are a person that gives up. Yeah. But no, I asked myself very well, did I really give up because it was too hard or did yeah. I give up because I had a different vision? There yeah. are a lot of times when we set a certain vision, right, along the way we, we change our minds. And people sometimes don't want to change their mind because they say, hey, that was the vision I yeah. set up for. But sometimes things change.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it's OK to change it along the way as yeah. long as you know that you did your best. And that's why yeah. it's so important to, to do your best so yeah. that later on you don't say, oh, I gave up because it's too hard. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's very important.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes it's also about cutting loss. Yes. Right, like when you know it's not going anywhere.
0: Exactly. Right. It's better
1: to cut loss than to, to finish it, right? My insurance plans. Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my insurance yeah.
0: plans. I, I, I cut loss. I lost, I think, $12,000. So imagine, mm. my $40,000 that I saved, $12,000 got wiped out there. And then the remaining I invested, because I really believed him. He turns out to be not even a pilot in SIA, okay? Mm. He was like just this imaginary guy who disappeared. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> It is a friend's friend, yeah. so you know what? Lesson learned is, is just that we really got to be smarter. We really have to have control of our own money mm. and um, do things in black and white legalities. Mm. And that's where I learned all my mistakes and in my lessons. And that is why uh, when I teach at the I-Quadrant, I always talk about these things about making it legal, go down to the law firm, mm. get it signed
2: because
0: mm. you never know. And, and, and trust this word is huge ah. mm, yeah mm.
1: so tell me more about the iQuadrant how do you mm. guys um, got started I mean you you left SIA yes right um, I remember you started a, a couple of businesses after yes. that, right yes. and then eventually the iQuadrant so tell me more about what happened
0: um, so after SIA I joined uh, I, I met Sean uh, the love of my life mm-hmm. my husband and uh, I was already starting up a website to actually make sure that I grew my money, and then you know I was gonna start a blog online and things like that. But when I met him, right, he told me this. He said, "Okay, how much time are you taking to do the photography?" Because mm. I was the model, yeah. and I was a photographer as well. Yeah. So this is what I would do. I would put yeah. a stand, yeah. and after I p- press the click, and I run over here and I change my clothes, cause to save costs, I can't hire a photographer. You know, the the cost of uh, business is so high at the point in time. And so I hired him to actually help me to do my website. So he kept asking me these questions, like, you know, how much time are you putting into it? Mm. You know? While I was making money, it wasn't as much as when I was in SQ having a job. So it's like that's defeating the purpose, isn't it? So he said, you know what, why don't you work as an intern for me? Mm. And I was like, okay. La. Uh, how much are you going to pay me? Yeah. And it's like $450 because my partner says so. <laughs> I was like, okay, although it's very little, but yeah. I knew that I could learn a lot from them because okay. he was way ahead of me. Mm. Sean had like three businesses. Mm. Um, not all of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. It's just that like, you know, I, I, I could learn a lot. So he was way ahead of me yeah. and, and I learned a lot from Sean. He taught me digital marketing skills. He taught me business strategies. And, and so I would say my $450 well worth it. La. Yeah. And also I got a husband at the end of the day. <laughs> so kind of worth it, yeah. yeah. So I worked for him and uh, I helped build his business because uh, I read a lot of books. I, I read a lot. I, I, I watch a lot of videos. I go for seminars. And so I applied a lot of these into the business and it grew. Uh, as it grew, right? Uh, somebody started to take notice of us. So we had a digital agency and they said, hey, how about we do a share swap? You take my company shares, I take your company shares, um, and then we go for IPO. And at the point of time, he was like a mentor to me. Yeah. He, he, he was doing really well. Yeah. And um, he shared with me that, you know, he had like well, uh, properties all across the world, unverified. Uh, he had a $10 million company or something like that. Yeah. And I don't know if he said it was 100 million or 10 million. Either way, he was not. Yeah. It was not even one, probably. So yeah. um, I, I, I listened to all these words. I didn't verify all these facts. Yeah. And, and I went in. And the company is a total different than what he actually painted. In mm. fact, the company was in a 300k debt. Mm. Yeah, And then he told me and Sean to go and take a loan. Mm. That that we were very clear. We were like, no, mm. like no, we can't. Like you know, we're so young. How can we be like in massive debts for your company? It didn't make sense. And then we sent something fishy, but even though we sent something fishy, right? Like you said, cut loss, right? We couldn't mm. because our people were there, mm. because we brought our people into the company. And you know, when sometimes when you bring people into your company, you can't mm. cut loss because then what's going to happen to all these people? Yep. So we fought yep. for two and a half years. And uh, at the end, I realized after finding out all the things, right, that he planned it from the start, that he wanted me and Sean out. He only wanted our companies right Mm. from the start. Mm. And there I was, wow, like there are people on Earth like that, that Mm. could have such schemes that you wouldn't even know. And you call them mentor and you, you trust them with your full heart. So I started to realize you really need to see And and, and there were yellow signs and red flags all the way. Mm. But we chose to ignore all Mm. of it. Mm. All our friends told us not to. Mm. Parents told us something is wrong. But yet, right, we were so up here. We didn't trust our heart at all because if we we relied on our heart, we would know for sure, for sure, without a thought. Because uh, and that is why I I feel that um, at a point in time, Sean and I stopped going to church for Mm. very, very long periods of time. And uh, I realized that in my business, I must have God. I must put God in the center of my life because only then he's able to tell me when something is off. And I I do partnerships nowadays, a lot on gut, a lot on. So so how do I know whether this person is a good person? I don't. I get to speak with the person. Do I feel good? What is this person saying about his past? Yeah. or about other people if he's always bad-mouthing other people always bitching around about other people then i know that this person is not that great uh? yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. It's, it's a huge thing so I've, i trust a lot in that yeah. and 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 thankfully for me um after we fell um suddenly one day we say hey let's go to church mm. sean and i are both uh cradle catholics mm. But we really don't understand anything in church. Mm. I mean, this is not a, a, a against anything. It was, it's really for me. I, I don't understand in ch- anything in church. We'll look at our phones, or we'll be sleeping, or we'll be talking. Yeah. They were like, why be here? And that's so
1: common. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: so I was like, you know what? Don't go to church. Yeah. Be whatever you want to do. Do it with all your heart. I had no heart. I don't want to do it. Mm. So I didn't go. And then, right, suddenly one day, Sean said, hey, let's go to this new church. Mm. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, what church is it? And he's like, new creation church. I was like, that's weird. Like, you know, we are Catholics, right? Yeah. And he's like, no lah, so many successful people have been yeah. going there. You know, yeah. all our friends around us. Something must be right, right? Yeah. So I was like, OK, lah, go. So in 2018, when our business fell, right, uh, we, we went for the very first time. And then uh, we, say, we say, you know what, let's, let's go for it. And, and at the point the I-Quadrant just newly started up, not too long. Mm. And then we say, hey, let's go. The moment we went in there, we knew that this church was everything that we have been missing our entire lives. Mm. It was so for us. It was like about wisdom. It's about, you know, it's okay that you failed before. Good things are ahead. Yeah. It gives me hope. If yeah. I can have this replenished in my life, after, after leaving that room, right, I was like, whoa life is so purposeful it's so meaningful and i told myself this if i can have this every week in my life
2: mm.
0: and and i make decisions knowing and coming from this strength right how much more can my life be changed mm. and impacted mm. so i made a, a commitment mm. that you know no matter what our families would say because i have a godmother
2: mm.
0: who is really really like about the catholic church she's yeah. like on the committee and yeah. everything she's my godmother yeah if i tell her i, I now go in christian church yeah. she will kill me yeah. Until today I don't think she knows uh. yeah. <laughs> I dare not say but yeah. but I mean as long as I go to church right yeah. so so I dare not tell her but I go to church every week yeah. every week, maybe I should soon and maybe after this she would know yeah, <laughs> yeah but <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but um I'm so happy, I'm so connected and I think that's what's most important so yeah. really God helped us and 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 I think um, it was very god led that business was God given because yeah everybody started to ask us, Hey, how do you do it? How do you do it? So that prompted us that "Hey, we need to teach this. There's demand. Mm. So we decided to... You're talking about
1: when you started learning about property investing. Yes, correct.
0: So I felt it was a very God led and and, uh, got us like, like, you know, um, there was demand, people asking. Then when we host our first class, six Mm. people Mm -hmm. for three hours, we thought we can teach everything in three hours. Okay, (coughs) Uh, People started. So it was like from seven to ten. People stayed back till two Mm. a.m. And that was when I knew that I cannot be so selfish. I cannot conduct a class in five hours mm. and expect people to know. Mm. So I needed to do more. So that's when we said we will do a two days mm. and then things progress. So along the way, we, we met many obstacles. People said mm. we we're too young. Yeah. We never been through property cycle.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, you don't know how the, the numbers, you didn't even have background. Mm. But You know what? I think. Um, we really learned along the way we are practitioners and we always put our students first Mm. and that's what made us um, allowed us to grow our community to the largest growing property community size in singapore and and i think uh um many people have seen our ads and and finally know roughly what we're doing yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) yes that's right yeah yeah um
1: Mm. what would you say that this uh what would you say is your your biggest challenge right now for the according
0: Right now, biggest challenge, I would say that it's grooming the right people. Because right now, we are growing to a different stage mm. in, um, and we want to be able to impact more people, more students. And yet, a lot of times, you don't know who are the people that you know you should be working in your organization or you should be partnering up with. Because one wrong move can set you back quite a few months. And, and, and I think we're getting there. But... Um, A lot of times, I pray about this to lead me to work with the right people. And a lot of times, profits can come first, right? Like money on the table, it's a lot and things like that. Then, you know, human nature starts to change. And that's why I remind myself to be really grounded that I lost my business before because I was not listening to my God, not listening to God. and, and, And that was how I lost it. So I am even more conscious than ever that I really need to stay grounded. I only work with people that you know I, I can really work with and, yeah. and and that to me is my philosophy yeah
1: yeah for yeah. for those um uh, for the sake of those view- viewers that are watching, yes you know you mentioned about following your gut yeah, you know in my belief, sometimes gut takes time to develop, yes. because it's it because of the experience that you've been through, yeah. uh, and all that stuff, so what advice would you have for like the viewers who are watching? Yeah. They're new, they're just starting out. Mm. You know, how do they develop this gut? How do they mm. um, learn to trust it? Mm. Yeah. Number
0: one, try all things, right? Yes. Like, so mm. you, you got to try all things. But um, as you go to a particular thing, let's say you are feeling really queasy, like your stomach winds up, you know, yeah. you feel like uh, something is really off. Now yeah. Trust it a little bit. Yeah. Don't go, don't go ahead. Now, and, and, and ask yourself, what do you have to lose? So let's say if I'm going to partner up with this person and um, um, it's going to cost me my entire company, entire family, no way. Like, you know, then I would start on small agreements first. Maybe let's work on a small thing first rather than the whole pie, right? But if let's say what I got to lose is my time, then okay. I don't mind um, spending it with the person to see what he got to say because maybe Mm. that could be an opportunity as well. So I think we got to really weigh Mm. um, what is it that you're losing?
1: Basically the risk, the reward, right? Can you
0: afford this amount? That time when Mm. I gave away my company was my entire fortune. Yeah. Like my entire company, three years of my life that I've built it up for. And I gave it away like that. And I didn't start small. I didn't start on a small agreement. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's just really a a, meetup, understanding more, I think we should give ourselves that opportunity and not just say, I'm so scared, I'm so scared. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, people who are scared, skeptical, well, they have no guts.
2: Yeah.
0: Because the truth is this, yeah. it's so easy to say, oh, I'm so scared, I'm not going to do anything. That, yeah. uh, gonna, that's, that's easy. Yeah. But it takes courage to say, you know what, I'm going to try, I'm going to work it out. I'm going to yeah. see whether this works. Yeah. Because if this works, yeah. then my life could grow tremendously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So all about making, um, from from what I can hear, all about making small commitments, Yes. right, along the way. But every single small commitment, give you hundred percent no matter yes, what yes that's
0: right That's right, right. Wow. okay awesome
1: okay, yeah. um, what is your future plans right now for the eye quadrant
0: okay so uh for the eye quadrant besides teaching people about property investments i feel recently i had a um i had a shift so while while people see the surface whereby wow you own many properties and things like that um along the way Sometimes there are down moments. There are times where you're just not motivated, that, you know, and especially when you're sick. You know, when I was sick physically, mm-hmm. my mental strength is not there anymore. And, and that is when, you know, I got busy. I didn't go to church again. And so I realized that a lot of times, right, people want to take action. They have the information, but they're not even in the right mental state. So a few weeks back, I felt really sick. I had like a three weeks of um, down moment, right? Mm. I wasn't really in the mm. best state that I was in, but I think that that really um, taught me something that actually after the down, then now I'm back even higher than ever, more motivated, right? Yeah. But what if somebody is always down and they don't know how to get out of it? That yeah. was my epiphany.
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe The next phase in the I-Quadrant would be actually not just to teach property investing, Mm. but also to get uh, our students in the right mind frame, Mm. um, like where they have a podcast that they can listen to every day while they're going to work Mm. and things like that because they feed their souls with positive stuff rather than. You know, the moment you open social media, it's about how well this person does, how well that person does, because that's how Instagram and Facebook works, right? Mm. You only post on the good, nobody posts the bad. Yep. And, 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 yeah. and so you want to make sure that you are feeding your soul positively every day. Yeah. And so that's probably our next move towards rather than just property investing the information. Yeah. Now that you've gotten all the information, but what if the person's not in the right state? Yeah. So how do you get a person into the right state yeah. and then with the information? Yeah because for a person who's not in the right state and have all the information, it's even worse. Yeah. They're going to say, that is why this doesn't work. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's yeah. how even more scary. And then when they really got there, right? Like really sets in that, yeah, really it can't work, right? Yeah. It's even harder for them to get out and, and be financially yeah. free because that's really their true belief.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we, we're going to end, we'll end on this topic. Yeah. In fact, this is a, is a, is, this is a pretty amazing topic. Uh, because what you mentioned is about what mindset, the yes. state of the mind, right? Yeah. And I feel that um, this is such an undervalued yeah. um, topic. Yes, you know, people, people hate always, it. Yeah, people hate it. Like, yeah. ah, none just another mindset stuff, That's mindset right, stuff. Yeah. But what if mindset is all that is, right? In, for you to achieve what you want to achieve. Because to, to yeah. me, uh, you know, people always say that um, knowledge is power. Yes. Right? But knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge
0: yes power. you are right
1: and the truth is that most people don't apply their knowledge when they don't have the right mindset you, you can right. have all the knowledge in the world but you don't have the right mindset to do it you will never do it exactly. right and one of the biggest thing that i learned from you today in this conversation is that you you had the mindset right yeah. you you uh, you had the right attitude to do things since you were young mm-hmm. right and that's why whatever you do you will succeed because it's not what you do it's because of the mindset that you have yeah. right, and, and, that
0: feel- yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that translates into the how yeah yeah and that how. i feel that that is so so undervalued, and that's the reason why you know we, we do this show because we want more people to uh, to understand and to learn. Right? Mm. It's not just about the knowledge and the information, but it's the mindset. What advice would you would you give to people to train their mindset, to build up their mindset, uh, in order for them to you know go out to the real world and to achieve what they want to achieve?
0: Well, if you have a religion, I think, um, or if you don't have one, then mm. you read successful people. Success leaves clues. Mm. Um, there are so many people in the world who are successful. If you if you listen to what Warren Buffett says, he, he spends like five hours a day reading a book.
2: Yeah.
0: Why is he still learning even though he's so rich? Yeah. Because why is he still growing? Because it's so important. Yeah. And uh, I think it's so important to feed our souls every single day. Yeah. It's like, can you imagine every day, you, somebody, your, your whole environment tells you, you suck, you suck, you suck. And, yeah. and every day you have to make decisions on knowing that I suck, I suck, I suck. <laughs> Imagine what kind of decisions would you be making, yeah. like horrid ones. But yeah. if every day you feed yourself with positivity yeah. and, and there can never be too much positivity, I, I feel. Mm. Because in fact, right, most of the people that I listen to, like every day I have a ritual. Mm. I listen to people's podcast, uh, interview of successful people. Mm. So um, uh, recently I was reading, uh, I was listening to, um, what is the MMA champion's name? Conor McGregor. Yeah. yeah. He is saying that, you know, for him, he's not talented. He's just hardworking. Yeah. And every day he also feeds himself with all these positive stuff. Yeah. If all these people, um, they're really so successful and they're still feeding themselves with positive stuff. Don't you think that for us, for me, shouldn't I feed myself every single day mm. with good, with the good? Mm. So every day, what I do is I wake up, I listen to podcasts, I listen to music. Uh, it wakens my entire mm. day first. Positive music, right? Yeah, positive yeah. music that, that keeps me going. <laughs> I feel like yeah. putting my makeup, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. Don't listen to Chinese depressing music, you know. Yeah. Like, that, like, like, <laughs> you know those MTV uh, breaking up, you yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think.
0: Um, well, I mean, it's nice as well, but not your morning ritual yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. then and then right i would actually uh listen to interview stories of successful people yeah. and things like that at the same time every day i would take my holy communion Mm. because i'm christian so Mm. whichever religion you are Mm. i think read your quran read your bible read Mm. read whichever your your Mm -hmm. your your, your books and your scriptures yeah have a
1: connection with yeah with with uh spirituality right that's right have a
0: connection with that and if you really don't have a religion at all then Mm. then read into other people's success stories Mm. and 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 see how they grow because it leaves so many clues for us to grow our lives and The moment you switch your state, right, every day, can you imagine you're going to work being this recharged bunny Mm. and energizer bunny Mm. being recharged and and you get to make good decisions and wealth attracts wealth. So if you're in a state whereby you're positive, don't you think that you will actually attract a lot more opportunities in your life? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Right. So for me, I think that's how you can start your day, right? Have a ritual and invest time in yourself because we invest so, many, so much time into going out for friends with this, with that, but really have a moment every day with yourself to ask out, to ask yourself, where am I at right now? Mm. What do I want to do in the next week? What is my one-year goal, five-year goal? What are the obstacles that am I facing right now? And share these stories with people. So for, mm. for example, today I tell you, hey, Gabriel, you know, uh, I'm having this difficulty with my Instagram account. And after that, you know, Gabriel, naturally he would tell me, Hey, this is what you can do. And then he will read some articles and then he'll come back to me and he'll tell me, Hey, you know, I got this exciting thing. So if you share your problems with people in not a negative way, but like, Hey, I'm facing this obstacle. I need some help. Yeah. Tell people, yeah. a lot of people you'll be surprised would love to solve your problem so be
1: open be vulnerable to share your yes. story. of course sharing the right people of course yes right? that's right
0: yeah okay. yeah you don't want to ask advice from somebody who's never done it before <laughs> yeah I if, if, if anything got to do with marketing I'll go to Gabriel because you know I know that he he knows his stuff well I'll ask him uh, okay. you know and and this that, life we, we need to surround ourselves with good friends mm. so I'm very thankful thank mm. you for inviting thank me you. yes thank you. and 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 you uh, I mean, he he constantly opens up my mind, you know, like, uh, yeah, I should have a talk show too, you know, (laughs) like, like, you know, yeah, Yeah. and, and, and it's okay. Good friends allow you to, uh, success model their, Mm. their, their, their stories Mm. and, 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 and they allow you to also, um, expand yourselves. Mm. So I think that is, that is amazing. So
1: I think from what I can hear to summarize that is to feed your mind, feed your soul and surround yourself with people you want to become. Yes. Right, people who are successful, people who are positive, basically people who will benefit you, right, right. In, in a positive way.
0: That's right. So right. I would say this as well, that like you should surround yourself with friends that are your level. Mm-hmm. You should surround yourself with friends that are not there yet. Yeah. So you have the compassion to be able to help them. Yeah. And at the same time, you should have a mentor that is what you want to become mm-hmm. so that you can see the vision and the foresight. I, yeah. and, and, and it's important because yeah. it's important to have all
1: three yeah, yeah. awesome so um, we'll end this with uh, one last question what advice would you have for you know entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs one of you people who are mm. just starting out mm. right? what advice would you have for them
0: go out there, believe in yourself, and really know that you keep on trying. There is no way in hell, I say this, there's no way, right, that you will not succeed if you just keep on trying, just keep on moving, and believe in yourself, surround yourself with um, people around you that motivate, inspire you, and learn from people who have already been successful because they leave clues, and just do it, man, because you have it in you, you know? When you feel it and you know that life, because um, I came from I'm a nobody and, and I came from like a, a single parent family background and I came from my family not being the richest yeah. and things like that so you've seen and heard all these stories over and over again yes yeah. you're sick and tired of hearing all these stories But what if you tell yourself that hey if they can do it I can yeah. do it too so 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 use those stories to your advantage yeah. and, and that's what I'm gonna tell you believe in yourself just do it
1: awesome thank you Jermaine uh, before I end where let the viewers know where can they find you. Oh.
0: Um, so if you're interested to listen to one of my um, shows, one of my um, workshops, I have a three hour free seminar where I talk about my journey and I share about property investing um, techniques and strategies, right? You can go to uh, www.theiquadrant.com to register yourself a free seat and I get to see you there. You can talk to me at the end of the workshop. I'll be most happy to hear you out and, and if this has inspired you, just drop I think uh, Gabriel, a note yeah. telling this, how much you've inspired him because he's an amazing guy. He spent so much time to really want to add value into people's lives. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Jermaine, I appreciate okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to add uh, probably more links uh, to your Facebook, yeah. uh, Instagram, uh, different uh, social media platforms. If you ever want to look for Jermaine, go to theeyequadrant.com to look for, uh, to search for her um, seminar, her upcoming seminar that's coming, yeah. as well as all the social media platform to connect with her, okay? So that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on Story Impact.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Bye.
1: Hey, this is Gabriel again. And really quickly, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Story Impact show. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Don't forget to drop me a review on iTunes and your comments will help me greatly in creating more killer content like this just for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all my content, upcoming podcasts, events and much more, please jump on to my website at www.heygaberwong.com.